together episode of opticians unhinged Unhinged. and i'm iris and yeah so we've been having a ton of technical difficulties yes so we decided that we're just gonna mostly her yeah technical i think one of my teenagers actually no he's not even a teenager anymore he's an adult (laughs) but i think he broke my internet while i was in vegas it has wreck and roll (laughs) No, he said, I want more internet for my gaming. I'm going to steal this router. Because legit, before I left, it worked just fine. And now it doesn't doesn't work. Nope. So we're back. And um, so today we're going to talk about Cherry Optical Lab. And they recently merged with... Uh, a research and development lens manufacturer called Horizon Optical, and they're based out of Barcelona. So, I like Barcelona. Yeah. So, uh, as you're wearing your Etnia Barcelonas, <laughs> your lipstick's on point. It matches the I red know. today. It looks good. Uh, uh, duh, duh. <laughs> you were using the the, the camera. <sighs> so yeah, um, but. We're going to get to that one in a second. Um, so, guys, the first thing that I want to talk about, because we're always doing our little updates. Um, so, tomorrow, well, actually, by the time that this airs tomorrow, because uh-huh. it's Thursday. It so, this is. will air tomorrow, which is Friday. Ooh, ooh, so, then ooh, Saturday ooh. is Veterans Day. So, I uh, just wanted to give our recognition to our veterans. I'm married to one. Um, thank you so guys. Thank you guys for all of your service. Um, and then there are, there's an inaugural. So the very first time contact lens Institute culture award. I don't really know. Huh? Like what, what qualifies for a culture award? Uh, but it's, it's to honor people with a positive contact lens culture. It like they're, they're eye care providers, the ECPs. So yeah, I don't know. But if you guys want to vote for it, (laughs) uh, interesting. I would like to see what qualifications for this is. Yeah. It just says to honor ECPs who foster a positive contact lens culture. So they sell a lot of contacts. Maybe they like go above and beyond in their like, maybe, maybe they do a little bit more training and research around contact lenses. Like maybe these are the people that are like, you know, your gas perm professionals and stuff like that. They're not just fitting like the, the monthly extended wares or the dailies that are just coming out in bulk. So maybe these are like the people that are like really invested in contacts, which to be fair, there's some people out there that I think really need it, especially like if, you know, you've got like some extreme prescriptions and stuff like that. And sometimes gas firms are really the best way to go for some people, but I don't know. I, I should have looked up more of that. I know nothing. 
But if you want to vote for it, <laughs> she'll put the link. Yeah, it's going to be uh, C L I at contacts, contactlensinstitute.org. Org. Org. Uh, and that goes through the end of the month. So, last day to send in your recommendations is the 30th. Um, <clears throat> so, on to our main topic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not the main topic. Yeah. Oh, come no. on. Hey, I need, I need you that one a little bit. There you go. Maybe you should like over this way a smidge. No. Yeah. Why? Because no, then you don't want to sit that. close to me. No, Aww. you have cooties. You guys. So, um, back in the day when we worked together, <laughs> we had like less than four feet between the two of us. We worked like this all day. Yeah, so this was like, you know, eight hours a day, every day, for five days a week. Can you believe that? Oh my gosh. I miss Uh, it, though. Well, yeah. It was never boring, and there was never a quiet moment, unless we were, like, either really flustered or we were really concentrating. But the rest Mm. of the time, it was constant conversation. Yes. Yeah, and it was always good conversation. Yes. So, Cherry optical lab cherry optical i like their name it's cute right well and their logo is a cherry and like everything is red so like it's very fitting so cherry opened in 1999 from what i can remember and they're based out of uh green bay wisconsin you know the cheese place so (laughs) so Yes. Uh, and it was, a hu- it. it was a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. All right. And if I can recall what I was reading properly, they were both opticians. Okay. And they just weren't happy with stuff. They started their own lab and it's done really well. And so like one of their sons, I think, is running it now. So it's still a Cherry family member. Their last name is Cherry. Oh, so, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Their last name is Cherry. That's a cool last name. Uh, it's a fun last name. I like it. Like, oh, last name is Cherry. And then, like, with the lab, so they're known for like really fast turnaround time. And when I say they're known for, so I've been on Opticians of Facebook for years now. And in that time, anytime somebody pulls up with a complaint, a question, wanting a suggestion for a lab, Hands down, Cherry is one of the top ones. Mm. There's there's like a, a handful of other ones, right? Yeah. But like it's it's opticians that are recommending labs that largely are not Essilor owned or Essilor partnered with. Now, my thing with Cherry, they do have an Essilor portfolio, but I don't know if that makes them part of an Essilor network because from what I could see, mm. they were not. Um, so to my understanding... They're still independently owned. Um, Hmm. Now, with this new partnership, they're partnering with this Spanish from Spain, Spanish. Um, (laughs) So uh, the Spanish research and development company called Horizon Optical. So I'm like scouring through this company trying to kind of see how this company operates in contrast to what we're familiar with right so they've got a pretty impressive portfolio of stuff right and i'll get into that in a little bit but i i like it and it 
looks like they're going strong. Um, let me look up some info here. So they were founded in 2016. So okay. it's fairly new. Um, but their focus was on research and development with several international patents that are now in place today um, for like quality and um, originality for some of their designs. Mm -hmm. um, and then they've gone on now. So they started off in Barcelona. So now they've got a presence in Europe, Asia, Latin America, Brazil, Africa, and the U.S. Mm -hmm. So with Cherry, um, everyone's always raving about their customer service, their fast turnaround time. And they've definitely got this, if you can think it, we can make it kind Ooh. of effort, which is getting harder and harder to find when it comes to right. labs. So for everybody that is listening that works in the industry, especially <laughs> if you're in an Essilor-based practice, oh, yes. the one thing I cannot stand about Essilor, look, Lucia and I pressed Essilor a lot. And if it wasn't Essilor, it was Shamir, which is now the Essilor. same thing. So yeah. it's kind of two-in-one, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but when it comes to, like, a Verilux portfolio, which was our best-selling product, you had a lot of limitations. There's a lot of things that they can't do. That won't work in this frame because. Or this prescription won't work in this lens because. So... I looked through it. Now, our lab at our last practice was U.S. Optical, mm -hmm. which I really appreciated U.S. because they had a number of options um, outside of just Essilor and Shamir. Although we didn't really use a lot of the other ones, they were there if we needed to, yeah. and we didn't have to catch any grief about it, right? But I think with Cherry, um, it, it's if you can think it, we're going to make it happen. Hmm. So for me, <gasps> I like that. What? You have a brilliant idea. I do. Hit me with it. You know, all those lenses that we would talk about mm -hmm. that nobody else makes anymore, like the double Ds and oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. I wonder if they make those. You know what? I saw somebody recently that was looking for an executive double oh, D. Yeah! And I don't, I didn't follow the thread long enough to know where... Or if they ended up finding yeah. it. But it is becoming more and more irregular. And I am starting to see a lot more opticians that are looking for those dated products. Right. right. Well, but because like, okay, I'm all over the place. Sorry. <laughs> we both are, you guys. We're just happy to still be here. Thanks for joining us. So here's the thing, though. Like. What are those electricians and plumbers? Do you think technology has taken away some of the need for like a double D? Because now I know like my husband has this little camera thing. Uh -huh. It's like a huge tube. So he can put that in his whenever he's working on the car mm -hmm. to go look for a screw or like if he's doing like spark plug changes, he can put the camera in. So here's instead of having to like. But here's my, this number here's my thoughts on that. So let's say that you're stuff. like a, a one-man show plumber, right. right? I don't think, and you've been doing this for like 40 years, right? Oh, yeah. I don't see a lot of these like older professionals that have been doing this trade for their entire life. Um, and 
let's say they've only been at it for 20 years and they're still relatively tech friendly. Right. I just don't see a lot of these people investing in some of that stuff because mm. it, it's usually an investment and it usually doesn't work the way they want it to work. Right. Right. The, and you can't put a camera on down a toilet. Can't you though? Or under like a if sink. I were to call like Roto Rooter for something, I'm sure they would run cameras. But they're a big company. And then you've got somebody coming in training you on how to use this stuff. It gets right. hairy, right? Hairy. It gets hairy. Like what <laughs> what solutions have we found that we've made made things like the double D? Well, to my non- understanding, they haven't. They're just taking these things away and then just pushing occupational lenses but they're all progressives and right. i'm like that's you not gonna do work that. for everybody no okay so if you are a patient and you don't know what the heck we're talking about right now a double d um is basically like a bifocal you know the things that she loves and i hate but it's on the top so if you're a plumber and you're under the sink and, of course, you can't do this number because, you know, there's stuff down there. To get to your bifocal, you have a bifocal on the top so you can see what the heck you're doing. Um, so, for everybody that's interested, it looks kind of like <laughs> this. So, you've got, like, a reading power up top here and on the bottom here. And these can be set different ways. So, you can have, like, one for intermediate. Right. Or for reading. It just depends on how close that person is for that particular need while they're working. So, you know. But, yeah. It's crazy looking. But, now it's awesome. I love the double Ds. Do you remember that one guy that came to us and then he he just was, like, our permanent patient? Because we could actually do it. Because I knew what he was talking about. Yeah. (laughs) So, I had this patient. He came in and he was like, well... I was told that nobody makes these anymore. And basically what I need, and I think he was an electrician, is whenever I'm trying to get to something and I can't see, and I was like, oh, so you need a double D. And he's like, oh, you know what I'm talking about. And I was like, yeah, I know oh, what you're man. talking about. And he was so excited. And he, he became our patient. And he was such a pleasant he guy. He was like guy. a big giant teddy bear. Yes. You know what? Team us for the win. Coming in clutch with our knowledge. And we're not licensed. So, (laughs) moving on. I'm just going to sprinkle that one there. It's no hate against licensed opticians, but licensed opticians. to you. Yeah. For getting licensed. We have a lot of respect for licensed opticians, but I don't feel that that is reciprocated. No. I feel like licensed opticians give a lot of hate to the people like us that are still giving it their all. Like, we're still doing it, and we're not even in the industry. Okay. But to be fair. Yeah. There's a lot of opticians or dispensary, whatever they're called now. (laughs) (laughs) That just don't care. It's just they're just there for job. the paycheck, right? Yeah. So they put zero effort. So if I was licensed, and seventy five percent of the people that worked around me didn't give two cents about what my licensure was, yeah, I would feel the same way. I would sure. be like, Nah, man. Right. Like mm-hmm. I worked really hard for this. Who are you? But there is that twenty some percent. 
right here that we actually do care. We just didn't get the opportunity. I actually got the opportunity, but then it got knocked down by my doctor. But, you know, <laughs> not salty about that. I wanted to become a uh, licensed optician, but I wasn't able to do so. And I've already talked about this, so I'm not going to re-mention it. But I would have liked to be doing that. Um, but I, I'm passionate about glasses, and I am passionate about lenses and frames and all things optical yeah i don't think it's I'll interesting spend, yeah i don't think i'll spend um any time in my life where i'm not like looking at new frames and styles yeah especially with you starting your own business i cannot wait for that to be up and running oh my god because i'm gonna be like number one customer over here i'm gonna go broke um <laughs> i got my business cards yesterday they're so cute they're so cute um we're we gonna need to like, get closer zoom in and like what you can't see is that these are like really like these are like plastic i didn't want anything that was gonna like fray on the edges did you see mine I, oh. I did the same thing to mine. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. you did. Look at us. Just two peas in a pod. <laughs> so, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving on, you guys. So, moving yeah, we love on. our licensed opticians. We really do. Um, and it's not that we didn't want to put the work in. We're just putting our work in in a different way. So, <laughs> so anywho. So, I'm hoping in this partnership. With this new optical manufacturer, I guess, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> that this is going to give a pretty firm leg up for SLR competition. That would be nice. Right? That would be really nice. It's giving a SLR uh, level product, um, but I'm hoping at a much lower price point. Now, I don't know if they're going to promote this product as Cherry Optical product. I kind of mm. hope that they do. Um, but that I want these to be like Cherry Lab offerings. I wonder if they're going to put little cherries on like the corner. Wouldn't that be cute? That would be so cute. Hey, listen. If you, for some reason, end up being uh, in Cherry Optical or have any influence in Cherry Optical... Put a cherry on that lens. Oh my god, what that if? Okay, so, so like, you know, cute. your little fitting marks for where your yes. progressive is? No, no, no. I want it to be visible. Oh, you want it to be visible? Yeah, I would like for it to be like a little. Oh my god, thing. I can already hear patients complaining about that. Oh, but it would be so cute. No, because you can have it like an optional. Okay. Kind of like a Ray Ban. You know, Ray Ban, you can choose to put Ray Ban on the lens. Okay, that makes sense. Kind of like that to have a little cherry on top. It I, would be I, so cute. I do like it. I do like it. So. Okay. Or even like on the bottom, like on the outside corner, that would be, and then it's out of the way, right? Because we don't look. No, like, because we can read. No, people will see it there. Up here. Uh, on the corner, down up here? here? No. Up okay. Put it up here. <sighs> cherry Optical, just put a cherry logo on there. Cherry Although logo. I still totally vote. So you remember how Shamir had those fashion lenses and they had the little hanger where the fit yes. points were? <laughs> I love that. I thought that I was so cute. That. So yes, yeah, even I own it, one of those. Do you? Do you like that lens? I don't like that lens. <laughs> but you don't like most progressives. I don't like most progressives. <laughs> you know why I love this frame lens combo? Do you want to know? Do you want to know? Because it's a single vision lens. <laughs> it's a single vision lens. <laughs> 
<laughs> Straight up, you guys, I wasn't even 100% certain if that one was a single vision lens, but she was going into that with so much oomph that it just told me it wasn't a progressive. So it's a single vision. No, I said no, nothing. It's just a... Just distance? Just, just distance. Oh, man. Wait, but do you find just, yourself having to, like... Oh, this way. Oh, God. I end up like this. She's putting them on her head. We all know like, that's a big no-no. Like, 60% <laughs> of the time, I'm like this now. Well, at least you haven't reached this level yet, where everything just goes there. Uh, or have you? I can say I haven't done that yet. I've done that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're not gonna. I feel like I feel like I need to tell you why I did that several times now. Okay, so picture this. Okay, (laughs) you have a distance lens. It's a single vision lens, right? Yeah. Don't judge me. And you have your phone with you. I'm judging. And you go to the bathroom. We all go to the bathroom with their phone. I mean, come on now. This is not news. Right? Uh, yeah. I'm scared that if I do this. I'm going to fall in the toilet. <laughs> has that happened to you yet? No. Well, at least it hasn't happened. So <laughs> I end up doing this because they're safe here. Even, even if I went to go forward a lot, which I don't, but even if I... It's safe because it'll fall forward. Cleavage cup for the win. Listen, I mean, (laughs) these are real problems, people. Oh, Um, yeah. They are. I do have to give it to her. I've had my, because I too will occasionally, occasionally put them on my head. I'm still only needing single vision. So once they're on my face, they stay there. But. Uh, if they do end up on my head and for some reason I'm going to get up, I could be sitting in a chair, I could be at a restaurant, whatever. I'm always scared they're, they're just going to slide yes! off the back. So I have had them fall off the back of my head. That's the worst. Especially if they land bad and then they end up scratching the lenses. Man, yeah. I, I mean, that. so <laughs> don't do what I do. Do as I say, not say as I do. Is that is that the same? Something saying? like that. I, I think you butchered it, but we'll go with that. I think something like that. Now I'm going to have to look it up later. It's not that important, but you guys know what we're saying here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, jeez. But I look so cute. She does look cute. That's I one of my favorite glasses. frames. I have a lot of favorite frames. Me too. I'm going to start getting some more. It's just a matter. You're going to start making them. I know. That's like not so even yesterday, fair. I was actually trying Ugh. to like do drawings based on the products that I have on hand and then like put them all together. Dude, the one that you sent me, like I legit want it for myself. So I had like a weird idea in mind it's when I was so drawing that. Cool. I was like thinking, I don't know why, but I was thinking of UFOs for some reason. You know what I thought when I saw it? That little green dude from the cartoons. <laughs> um, what's the name? You know what I'm talking about? Wait, um, Marvin the Martian? Yes! <laughs> yes! So I saw a stained glass project. And for everybody that's listening that doesn't know, I do stained glass. Also, I'm doing a lot of things right now. And I don't don't know if I'm doing any of them well. But you know what? Here we are. She's doing well. So uh, I saw a stained glass lamp recently. All right. Where somebody had put. Like a Tiffany lamp? 
No, not quite like a. T- it, it it was different. They had used okay. like uh like some little LED lights. Okay. And they had built like a UFO, and then like a beam of light coming out. And the beam of light was actually the stand, and then okay. the light came from underneath the ufo so it was shining down and somebody had a little cow that was dangling below the light so it looked like a cow was getting abducted oh (laughs) and what i didn't show you was the temples that i made after i sent you that so they were like really fat and i had like some little holes that was drilled into it so i could hang a little cow charm if somebody wants it but it doesn't have to come with the purchase it sounds cheesy, but I thought it would be really cute. Okay. So, <laughs> how about we don't make it too chunky, but you still have holes. Mm-hmm. But then we find like a Marvin. Okay, so Marvin I, could, I could offer some charms, like different. We're so yes. off topic. Oh today, my god, we don't even care. But <laughs> but I could do like some optional like cow dangles, or like a little like alien dangle, or even like a little person that's like like floating up but i it was it was wide because i wanted it to kind of be like a beam of light so it got like wider yeah but i'm I'm, well no i thin it out towards the back i'm too little well the the temple lock is going to be up higher so be out of the way trust me i thought about this I'm, i'm little this way so i don't have a lot of room you know what i'll just make you one and then you'll see what i mean So, uh, you heard her here first. She's going to make me a Marvin pair of glasses. And one day I'll figure out metal weight making. Yes! I I have a bomb idea for some glasses for her. I'm so excited. I I can't wait. Metal is a ways away. I'll get there eventually. Moving on. So, um, (laughs) back to Horizon Optical. Oh, yes. Cherry. Well, in addition to Cherry, so yes. Horizon Optical. So here's right. a couple of things that I found interesting in their portfolio that I found online. So um, their portfolio highlights that I thought were worth noting. All right. So they have Max View, which is saying it's the widest progressive channel. They all say that. They all say that. I can't verify that, but they're here and they're advertising that it's one of the widest ones available. Um, Not just the widest, but the most precise and efficient fields of vision. So there's that. Mm. Now, they do use what I think they called um, Mimeyes, M-I-M-E-Y-E-S. And it kind of looks like a VR headset. And that is supposed to be taking, like, your position of gaze into account. So they're going to take into account your vertex, your panto, the whole nine yards. For everybody that doesn't understand that, we're talking about where you wear your glasses on your face and at what angle. We're back. Horizon. (laughs) Okay. So they have lipstick on my teeth. You know what? We're really late into that. So if you did, you're just, just go ahead and leave it. <laughs> you're good. Um, okay. So, back to Horizon. Oh, yes. All we right. We're talking about Horizon. So, um, I found something interesting in their anti-reflective coatings. 
So in addition to the- Is it purple? Actually, no. Oh, they advertise good. that they've got a really low residual glare. Well, yeah, but but from what I saw online, which granted people can edit their photos, it didn't look bad. I didn't see anything that looked blue. Unlike mine, terrible green today. Can't see it on yours. No, I have to turn pretty drastically that right. way. Right? There's no have a reason. Great view right here. I've I do never have a great view. That. They've got a nice little fire pit area. They do. Oh my God, we need to focus. <laughs> focus. So, Cherry. Okay. No, Horizon. Oh, Horizon. We're, we're moving on to Horizon. All right. So, they're anti-reflectives. Yes. In addition to their blue blocking, mm-hmm. right, and the normal UV, mm-hmm. they also have an infrared radiation block. Yeah. Which I've never seen that before. <clears throat> Why? That's a great question. Like, why would you need So, I mean, you, you get your infrared exposure while you're outside, right? Right. So, uh, with your infrared, do all of the companies block infrared and they're the only ones that are mentioning it? Or is this something new and but different? But why do you need radiation blocking? I feel like... If you need to block your eyes from radiation, you need to block your whole body. (laughs) You have bigger issues, bro. It was worth mentioning. Uh, Now I'm going to have to go and see if. So, like, all ARs have some sense of UV block to them, Right. right? But it's never explicitly said infrared radiation. So I, I have to do a little bit more research now, you guys, because now I'm not sure. And these like are some, these radiation? are some solid points. Yeah. Why do I need to protect my eyes from radiation? Like, why wouldn't you need to protect your eyes? But from what are you exposed to that gives that much radiation? Maybe it's like a profession thing. Maybe it's maybe one profession. I don't know. Maybe you work on microwaves. Okay, there's a reason why I don't have a microwave in my house. She has a microwave. <laughs> it's in it's in the garage. Garage. So it's the kids' microwave. I'm gonna tell my kids, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you need special glasses if you're gonna be using the microwave. Just leave a pair of Plano lenses with AR sitting beside the microwave. But, but from this company, because if not. There's no guarantee that it will work. It has to be from this company. You want to swing back around to bifocals? No. I hate bifocals. So let me tell you guys about these bifocals. No line by Not a progressive, not a computer pal, but an actual bifocal with no line. Now, how do you feel about the bifocal? Do you still hate it? Mm. I don't know, man. Because for you, it's always been the cosmetics of the line. Mm -hmm. So now, if we're taking the line out, and I looked at it, it looked good. My question is... Like, there's no, from a progressive. Oh, are you talking about, like, on that? Yeah. I didn't see anything about that. But Shamir also has something similar to that. And 
to my understanding, that didn't affect it the way that a progressive does. Hmm. So it's like a blender? <clears throat> it's just an invisible. Like a progressive. More blended than a blended. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so. I would have to try it. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm I'd not- have to try it. I don't know, man. Like, so you're looking straight and it's cool, and then you look down and whoa, it's cool still. But I, I would imagine that it gets measured the same way, right? And then you're still getting the placement in the right spot, so that way, at least when you're looking forward, you're not getting an image jump really bad. You still have to look down, but it's cutting out the ugly part. So maybe with some of these companies that are getting rid of some of these lined bifocal, trifocals, double Ds, whatever, maybe they're working on some new developments to replace them with non-lined product, (coughs) as long as it works differently from a progressive. But if it truly is a no-line, invisible line, bifocal, just two, you can set it up however you want. You want this to be more like intermediate. You want this to be reading, whatever it is on the bottom there. Cool. I'm here for it. <clears throat> but I thought you would appreciate the fact that it was a lineless bifocal. Yeah. I'll so, be down with that. Right. Um, <clears throat> they do have three different styles of computer progressives. So they've okay. got a meeting progressive, a desktop, and a laptop progressive. So... Kind of similar to, like, the workspace versus office, but you've got, like, an extra one, I guess. <clears throat> so, maybe in the meetings... Kind of it's... defeating the purpose of a progressive, because then you have to change your glasses all the time. But what if you only find yourself needing to use them while you're sitting at your desk? Then it's not a progressive. Well, no, 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 it's still a progressive. <clears throat> but, like, okay, so there's some people that just don't want to wear... Let's be honest, most of our progressive patients that we fit, most of them are farsighted, right? So for the working professionals of the world, you find plenty of them. And we cannot say we have not had these patients because we definitely did where they would not wear their glasses outside of work. They only wanted them for their desk. And for those patients, this would probably give a more affordable option than a full-blown daily wear progressive that is meant to be worn all day while also maximizing what it is that they do need to focus on. So I don't hate it. Actually, like maybe like the last year or so of me working in the industry, I think that I started getting a little bit more comfortable selling like work specific lenses because I was finding that they had better results. And for the people that absolutely hated progressives before, I tended to like those a little bit better. Um, they also now have a driving specific progressive design, which we had mentioned previously that Shamir just released their drivers progressive. So this is why I was thinking their portfolio has to be very, very close to Shamir's in terms of the technology that they're offering and when they are offering it. So, and then they had a millennials edition lens. Because we're getting to that stage now where we need our own lenses. Why does that have fireworks? 
did you just do? Oh. <laughs> That's going into the podcast. <laughs> That's new, and oh. I hope it shows up on your end. So, My goodness. <laughs> I'm mad. Does it work if... Oh, give me one thumbs up. <laughs> Bro, you get fireworks and I get a thumbs up? I have spirit fingers. <laughs> Are you for reals right now? I'm very happy but right it... now. No. <laughs> Nothing, no. Oh, gosh. Okay, so the... Uh... Nope. Yep. Millennial no! lens. No. It's an anti-fatigue lens for millennials. So anti-fatigue, blue blocking. Um Does it uh, come with antidepressants. It should. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Sorry you guys, we are not focused today. Well, so, and then you do things like this. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and that happens. <laughs> yay. <sighs> no yay. Yay. No. So that is the conversation about Cherry Optical and Horizon Optical. Do you have thoughts? Before I move into our Indie Spotlight segment. I think it would be interesting to see what they're going to do with this lab and if they're going to be a cherry only lens. I'd be interested to see that. It's going to have a cherry. Hey, listen, put a cherry on it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> put a cherry on top. Um, but I would also be interested in hearing feedback for that blended bifocal. Right. Right. So I don't know. Let's say that Cherry Optical gets these lenses and implements them into Cherry's portfolio. I highly doubt they're going to be called Horizon anything, or maybe they will, and maybe they'll keep these names, right? And the names that I've got on here for some of these, like that Max View and then the Millennials lens, like it's called Millennials. Um, that would be cool because then I can actually say, okay, I found some feedback, but I don't know yet. And I plan to revisit this somewhere down the way <clears throat> and see how their, their journey is doing. I hope it doesn't mess with their customer satisfaction for Cherry because that's been a big <clears throat> thing is that everybody loves them and their turnaround time and everything is great. I don't want to see that affected for the worse. I just don't want that to change. So um, that's our topic for today with all of our side fanfare. Um, this is definitely not a snoozing episode. A, a snoozing episode? Yeah, like a boring one. No, no, not like our cataract episode. Um, <laughs> it never aired because it, it was so aired. bad. It was neither of us were invested in that, you guys. We were just like cataracts. Yay. Yay. <laughs> cataracts. So uh, our indie spotlight 
All right. Uh, I've started doing blogs on my website for my indie spotlight. So our podcast is going to come out every Friday. And on my website, erraticglass.com. I have a blog and I am doing a little bit more deep diving into some of our indie spotlights. So every week you'll get the same indie spotlight that we do on the podcast, but a little more in depth. So this week, because they have partnered with Cherry, and I did not know this, um, Mascot. Um, so Mascot and... You should have told me I would have worn my mascots. She gets an mascots. email of the notes, you guys. I email her these notes. She's leaving me. Oh, here she is with her boyfriend... This is Zev. Zev is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anybody else. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, Mosca and Cherry had actually partnered up during the pandemic. And when they were, and I think they're still doing this, uh, but they were offering free Mosca frames and free single vision cherry optical lenses to like frontline medical people um that were responding to the COVID-19 stuff Mm. I don't know if they're still doing it because COVID-19 has kind of gone to the wayside obviously but they they did partner with Cherry for a while and I thought that that was really cool um and um after that collaboration with Cherry they had provided over 5,000 pairs of glasses um, to the healthcare community specifically. So if you guys received any of those glasses, we would love to know about yes. it. I want to know what you think of the frames. Which one did you get? Yeah. And how's your vision? Yeah. I want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, mascot. We like mascot. Yes. I want to, I don't want to say that we love mascot. Um, I loved about five or six frames from mascot. But mascot, they're very traditional designs. Very classic. Yeah, and you know, I don't, I don't want to say sophisticated, and then people take that the wrong way. But for especially like older generation patients who don't want all the extra bells and whistles that some of these newer frame lines have to offer, mascot was always our go-to at our practice. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of retirees. Um, and, you know, they had grown up in an era where having a bold frame was not okay. Um, so, Mascot, for anyone interested, um, they are on their fifth generation of their family ownership. 108 years these guys have been going. Wow. Um, so, they got their start with their little push cart. Um and just grew from there. They're still in New York City. And they actually have an office in Toronto. I didn't realize that they mm. had expanded into Toronto. Um, but they're still going. If you guys are ever in New York City and you want to check out any of their locations, yeah. they're really cool locations. I, like, it almost feels like a museum. Um, some of their family members have gone on to be opticians. Some are doctors. A little bit of everything. So leading up to the charitable aspect of this, in addition to the cherry optical, because we told you guys we're only focusing on charity-based frame lines this month, Mm. Um, they started the Mobile Eyes Foundation, 
and Dr. Moscott provides free eye care to people in need through, um, I think, a couple of different initiatives. Um, so they've got New Life of New York City, Inc., um, and then something called Restore, and then Ready, Willing, and Able. I have heard of Ready, Willing, and Able before, um, but she's providing exams for those that are in need, um, and they do accept monetary and eyeglass donations. Um, so you can either go and make those donations on site in one of their stores, or you can go, um, to a link and I'll put that in the show notes. If you want to make a donation, I think the lowest donation is like $5, but at least you're donating yeah. something. And, and I am pretty confident that with Moscot, it's actually going where it says it's going. Yes, um, definitely. a lot of the charities that I've looked into this month, trying to find some companies I want to focus on when I start actually doing a lot more research, cause I'm not going to take it at face value. You guys, I don't do it. If it starts linking to some weird, crazy investment company mm -hmm. with some CEO that's making like a billion dollars a year, I've knocked it off my list. So <clears throat> they started the uh, mobilize and then the mobilize also started a new initiative. Um, so it's mascot mobile eyes and music will, Ooh, so Music Will, um, this started in April of this year. Um, so Music Will is a national music education nonprofit. Nice. Um, and Mobilize made a $26,000 donation um, to open four music programs in their local public schools to fund teacher training, instrument donations, curricular research, scholarships, whole nine yard. Um, when I started looking more into how they got there, like, <laughs> uh, one of the mascot sons is a big music person. And I guess he started doing live music at one of their locations somewhere. Oh, the yeah. So music was a big thing for one of their sons. So they kind of moved on into, um, scholarships for the music will modern band summit. Nice. So, um, if you want to make any donations or anything to that, you guys can do that as well. Um, so uh, that is our charitable frame line for the week. Mascot. So I think that's all I've got. We definitely got off topic today, you guys. And you know what? We're not even sorry about it. No, no, no. <laughs> it was fun. I, was might, fun. I, um, I have a very interesting charitable brand for next week. I'm actually really excited about that one. And I think you will be too. So if you guys dig anything ocean related and you don't like pollution, make sure to follow back up. Um, I think I'm talking about use it or lose it season next week because we are in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? In me actually doing a lot of that research, I learned a whole bunch of stuff about a million different ways that you can use your FSA bucks. So make sure you guys check it out because I just learned a whole bunch of stuff that I find interesting. So... I think that's it for today. Uh, make sure you guys come back next week and hopefully we'll be back without technical problems, but we might be doing some more of this for a while. Um, so we hope you like it and yeah. And all our crazy, all of our crazy. There's a lot of crazy. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.